0: Hey, welcome back to Connecting Minds. Uh, my name is Christian Jordanov. Thank you for tuning in. Today, I want to talk about one of the most amazing cleanses that you can do from the comfort of your own home. It's very inexpensive, quite easy to do, quite simple, and the results may potentially blow your mind, depending on how healthy you are to begin with. If you had any health issues or an unhealthy lifestyle in the past or currently, you most certainly will benefit from doing this cleanse at least a few times, several times or more. It's called the liver gallbladder flush or the liver Go Bladder Cleanse, and I was first introduced to this by my mentor on my um, functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner course uh, a few years ago. Basically, I had um, I basically did a, a stool test, a poop test, um, and we identified a number of um, back, uh, I had parasites. I had giardia. I had this... Uh, a thing called Blastocystis hominis, which is a protozoa, like a type type of like an advanced bacteria, and I had a bunch of other stuff. Um, I, it was probably due to some experimentation with eating raw meat and liver and stuff like that prior to to that test. Um, I, I was like into some carnivore diet stuff for a while, I was eating raw meat and whatnot. I was feeling great until <laughs> until I wasn't. So I, I cook my food now. Anyway, um, my mentor on the course, when he was reviewing those uh, lab tests with me, he said to me, "You may, you may, you know, do obviously do uh, did a, a parasite cleanse herbally with a herb uh, with herbal protocol, but he said you may want to do a couple of gallbladder flushes. And what happens is su- su- some protozoa can actually go up your bile ducts." And uh, you know can get into your liver and do 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 damage there. So, so I, I I looked into it, and Andreas Moritz is the author of the book that I bought. It's called it's called something like uh, the Amazing Liver Bladder Miracle Cleanse. There's a couple of uh, titles to that book, but Andreas Moritz, uh, great man, uh, God rest his soul, has some really good books. I have th- I think three of his books, and in that book, uh, The the Liver, gold Bladder, miracle, miracle Cleanse, uh, he outlines the steps. And these are the steps that I I took. And so if you are interested in doing this cleanse, I would recommend getting the book. And there's a couple of articles on the internet. On David Wolf's website, someone wrote an article as well that has the same steps. Um, and I'm actually planning to do a video course on the topic which will be on Udemy.com, and you know if you're listening to this uh, episode in the future, from when it's published, maybe in three four months, check check the description for the link to the course. It probably will be done by then. Hopefully, I hope I want to get it done as soon as possible. <clears throat> I, I kind of started planning it. I know what what I want to talk about, but it, everything takes longer now that I have that that I'm a dad. And, you know, it, just everything takes longer than expected. So what I'm going to do today is outline the steps uh, of the cleanse to give you a little bit of, just to, to, to give you a primer on it because I definitely will be posting more about this because I really, from what it's done for me, I really kind of want to spread the word because this is such an amazing thing. And the whole point of this podcast is to share uh, amazing information with you uh whether that is uh, uh in solo recording format or with the guests i will have in the future again i know I haven't had that many guests lately but again that's my excuses i'm a dad now so you know things things are harder to do but there will be awesome guests coming up in the future anyway the liver gallbladder flush so okay for, first up to just to let you know uh you might not think it, but there's a very, very high probability that you have stones in your liver and, and likely gallbladder. Now, a lot of people are a little bit like, "Nah, yeah, I mean, yes, I'm no. Some people can have stones, but um, not not me. Certainly not me. You know, that's, uh, you know, I would feel it or something. No, these stones basically what they are is like a number of different things, but they're bio and and cholesterol and biopigments. And in the gallbladder, there's like minerals. So basically these stones get formed and there's many. And again, the course will have more information on these things. And the book, uh, Andreas Moritz's book has a lot more information, but these stones basically form over time. And, uh, there's many factors that can cause it. So for example, uh, you know, drinking alcohol or a a diet that's very high in meat or protein or very high in fat, uh, drinking coffee, uh, certain, uh, you know, just taking a lot of uh, pharmaceuticals, a, a, a general unclean lifestyle. Now, when I say unclean lifestyle, actually most people fall into the bracket because most of us are under tremendous uh toxic burden through the environment and and importantly through our diet now if you don't if you didn't eat organically grown food all of your life and live in a pristine you know mountain environment and drink clean glacier water or spring water there's a very high likelihood that you ate con- conventionally grown food for law a long time and uh that's you know the these toxic sort of burdens are are con- contributors to to gallstones and the liver gallbladder flush what it does is it it's done over a period of 6 days is the procedure and the, <coughs> and the first the first um Five days are quite uh, easy in terms of what you need to do. So, what you do is you drink a liter or a quart, if you're in the U.S., or so of ap- organic apple juice, which has malic acid, which is a fruit acid that basically um, it softens the stones in the liver, right, and and the gallbladder. So then, oh, also another thing that you do is you need to eat warm meals, not not drink and eat cold things that chill the liver. You need to um, eat light meals, and ideally you want to uh, reduce uh, kind of heavier foods. So <coughs> excuse me. So um, uh, fats and pro protein foods. You want to reduce them. Just kind of up the fruits and vegetables and just kind of eat like a like a detox type of diet but you know to be honest with you i've had very successful flushes where I, I i kind of eat normally my normal diet just kind of a little bit reduced uh in terms of uh volume and then only on the the kind of the the last couple of days i then go fully ve- uh veg uh you know vegetables and fruits so f- 5 days you eat light light meals you um drink your apple juice, or you can also take malic acid as a supplement form. Um, again, th- there's quite a lot to unpack there, when, why, how you want to do that, but uh, it, it can basically, if you don't want to drink a bunch of juice, because there's obviously a lot of sugar, if you have bl- blood sugar issues and stuff like that, um, you can skip the apple juice entirely and use malic acid. I tend to do both. I take malic acid, and I also um, would drink juice, and I've, I've experimented different ways, and they, they, they all seem to work as long as you get that malic acid in you in sufficient quantities. Then, on the sixth day, you you have your breakfast, which should be like some type of oatmeal, something light, uh, no no fat, no protein all day long, not nada, nothing. So it's a little, it can be a bit challenging if you're if you like to eat like me, right? Um, so oatmeal for breakfast, drink your apple juice, uh, your liter of apple juice uh, around before lunchtime or so, or take your malic acid. <clears throat> and then for lunch at about 1 p.m., you have some, some basmati rice with some cooked vegetables. And, it you know, it's just something like that. It doesn't necessarily have to be that. But, you yeah, right, uh, know, uh, Andreas in his book recommends Basmati rice with some cooked vegetables and some sea salt. So you finish eating by 1:30 p.m. on the sixth day, and then on that sixth day is when the actual flush happens. So 6 p.m. In the evening, uh, you drink, you dilute a liter of water, or you dilute four tablespoons of Epsom salts into a liter of water, and that is. To be divided into four six ounce or 240 or so mill milliliter uh gl- glasses of uh, water with epsom salt dissolved in there it's so about 20 to 25 grams per uh per, per per glass and at 6 p.m you chug one one of those glasses with epsom salts and then at 8 p.m on the sixth day you drink the other one and then at 10 p.m., that uh, sixth day, you basically take a half a cup of olive oil with about three quarters of a cup with grapefruit juice. You you drink that and you immediately lie down in bed and basically what happens is because you haven't had any fat all day and you haven't had any food, you... you the Epsom salts will have made you ta- have some bowel movements, cleared out your gut is empty, the food, and ideally you have done some type of gut um, uh, bowel cleanse the day before or the day of, or the week of that flush, which you can discuss separately. But now your 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 bowel is empty. The Epsom salt has. Dilated and relaxed your bile ducts, which is where the bile flows out from, from the liver and gets into the into the gallbladder and through the common bile duct, it's pumped into the 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 uh, small intestine to help digest food. So now you you've taken the you've drank the olive olive oil with the grapefruit juice, and what happens is the um basically, the, the liver and gallbladder, they just dump out all of the bile into the, because there's the, the, this uh, relatively large amount of uh, olive uh, oil that needs to be digested. So the signal goes to the liver, gallbladder, you know, dump all the bile out. And that's what happens. Though. So the bile, uh, the, the the gallbladder, they empty, uh, the, the gallbladder empties into your um, small intestine and with it come the stones and then the morning when you wake up in the morning let's say 6 between 6 and 8 a.m. you have your other your next uh, your third glass of epsom salts 2 hours later you have your final and fourth glass of epsom salts and at, by that time you will likely have had at least one bowel movement and this is where i guess you can see the magic of what you have just done in the in the toilet bowl. You will see the stones. Like most, I I believe, honestly. I believe most people have stones because we just the our lifestyles in general are really really unhealthy, to some extent. So. I, I just just to tell you my experience, I just did um my third one, I guess a month ago at this point maybe, I, I don't remember like three, four weeks ago, I guess at this point, point. and I just did my third one in a row, so one every month, and I was there were still large stones coming out of me. some of them were as big as my pinky fingers uh uh nail. So, I guess in uh, diameter wise we're talking about one centimeter, which is uh, uh, i guess three eighths of an inch, some of them are that that size, and they're still coming out, and I hadn't done the gallbladder flush in a couple of years uh because of you know just b- lifestyle stuff uh just busy um as i said i, I have I'm a dad now, so it was hard to To do it, but um, yeah. So these stones come came out of me, and you know, I've, I've had other people tell me and show me stones that have done them. My my wife, my wife had big stones coming out of her. My mother, she was visiting actually a month or so ago, and something very large came out of her, most likely out of the gallbladder. Um, it was probably four four. Almost two inches, or uh, about four centimeters, probably in length or or diameter. And it wasn't fully round, but um, yeah, there's there's stones in your liver. You have to understand, there's stones in most people's livers, and many people have reversed all all sorts of disorders and ailments with uh, doing a bunch of like say say ten or twelve gallbladder flushes, and it's pretty amazing. It's 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 almost Miraculous. Now, in the USA, I believe it's something like three hundred thousand people's gallbladders are removed every year. Can you can you believe that? I mean, you go to the <clears throat> the, the doctors and they they might do some scans, and uh, certain scans can identify uh, gallstones in. In the gallbladder, because they're like there's minerals in those, so they, they show up on scans. But but um, the stones in the liver, they have more. They're kind of like bio and pigments and other kind of like uh, substances that actually don't come up on CT scans and stuff like that. So it's actually it's easier to to identify them in the gallbladder. And you know that's what medi- the the Western medical modern medical system. They see stones, they say, oh, they have stones in your gallbladder. We have to remove your gallbladder, right? Because people get gallbladder attacks where it's like like pulsating and painful and or a, a gallstone can be pushed out of the the bladder and gets stuck in the bile duct, right? And they think, of course, uh, uh, med- the, the Western medical system is like, Okay, what can we? What drugs can we give? What can we cut out? What surgery can we perform? That's always a, you know. Or what symptoms can we mask for a while? You know what I mean? It's absolute bullshit, right? That three and my grandmother had her gallbladder removed. You know this? The fucking criminal what they're doing. You know, imagine, imagine you go there, you you could do this at home with some freaking Epsom salts apple juice and olive oil and a grapefruit or two in six days you can get those i suppose with the gallbladder it's easier to get those gallstones or many of them out the first time around but with the with the liver because it's such a big organ there what happens is you do the first one and actually the first couple in in some in some people they don't actually uh sea stones in the in the toilet bowl, but um, after like two or three flushes, the stones kind of travel through the the ducts into to the kind of the more the 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 left, I suppose, part of the liver, or closer to to the ducts where you know closer to the intestines. So it can take a while, but um, what what you're doing is every time you do a gallbladder flush. You're excreting stones, right? They get pushed out, and then the ones that are kind of more in the back, more towards the back, they will eventually start traveling over the next few weeks, a couple of weeks or so at least. They will start traveling towards the the kind of that part of the liver where the the, the other ones were. So that that's why um, some folks have to, to do like you know, especially if you're like older, you've had like a uh, health problems for 50 years, let's say you know you can't do one one or two flushes and expect all the stones to go so you you know some folks do 10 12 like i said and um you really have to see some of the if you go online i, I will probably talk about this in another episode but if you go online and look at um testimonies people that have done this you'll be you'll be like wow that's amazing the, the the Some of the stuff, like allergies and back pain and skin problems. and You know what? Hold on a second. Let me get the book. So i got the book here. It's called The Liver and gold Bladder Miracle Cleanse. And uh, yeah, so disorders of the skin, disorders of the joints, disorders of the bone, uh, nervous system, the urinary system. Uh, what else? Just diseases of the pancreas. So all the diseases of the mouth. So this dude Andreas Moritz, great again, great guy. He he says that he believes that most uh, most um, uh, ailments have some type of. Uh, buildup of gallstones in the liver and gallbladder kind of as a causative factor, or one of the causative factors, right? So this is from the back of the book. Most, so he says, most people unknowingly suffer from a dangerous buildup of gallstones in the liver and gallbladder. He says, most. These stones clog up the body's cleansing organs, creating a toxic environment, Incapable of maintaining good health. You become fatigued, your tissues inflame, you gain weight, and your immune system stops fighting off illness and disease. And then, you know, he talks, talks about, you know, the, the gallbladder miracle cleanse, teaches you how to do it at home and um, how to reclaim your health and, vi- uh, and vitality while relieving your suffering from symptoms of toxic gallstone buildup, including constipation, uh, cirrhosis. High cholesterol, depression, heart disease, back pain, asthma, headaches. So think about it, the liver; uh, it's it's the largest uh, of the vital organs. It's bigger than the brain in terms of weight, and uh, it not not only is it the organ of detoxification, but it keeps your blood sugar. Its its uh, role is to keep keep your blood sugar balanced, right? It's also mo- most of the nutrients that you digest, they go to they the liver to be processed. So it has so many, it's like the second control center after the brain of the body, you know? It's super complex, super vital. And, uh, the, you know, again, the toxic food and water and air and, and plastics in the environment, heavy metals, all of these things, they're a burden on the liver, right? And imagine now having the—it's like you have your engine. Your engine is overwhelmed, uh, and now you throw sand in it and, and rocks, like uh, which is uh, p- pretend that that's the gallstones. How is your engine going to perform after already being revved up super high, working super hard? So anyway, did so the. The liver, gallbladder, flush is amazing. I'm planning to do, I guess, at least, so I've done three now, this series that I've done. I'm planning to do at least three more. So in January, early January, after Christmas, February, March, so until the basically the spring. So about six, maybe seven, and then after that twice a year with a change of the season so in spring march and uh when autumn comes in around september this is like after you've done your initial cleanse to to get rid of all your stones it's like a maintenance which you can couple with um with um you know uh a, a parasite cleanse or some type of antibacterial protocol with herbs at the same time in spring and in um in autumn so I I really, really, really excited about this uh, procedure. It's so, it's like I think you can get all the stuff you need under fifty, uh, bucks, euro, dollar, whatever. You need some olive oil. You need some Epsom salts, some apple juice or malic acid, a couple of grapefruits, and that's really all you need. The rest you have at home. You know, you buy buy some fruit. So the once you you've done the flush, the day of. Uh the day after you um you just eat you drink some uh, some pressed uh, juice like orange uh juice, then you have a bit of fruit, and then you eat light, l- regular but light meals after that for two, three, four days, and you just kind of give your body a chance to um, I guess start working with higher protein and fat in your meals just more gradually. But like again, like I'm not super dogmatic about this. If you're on a cleanse, if you're doing this particular cleanse that you only have to eat fruits and vegetables, if you if you feel comfortable and okay doing that, totally do it. Um, <clears throat> I personally, especially now it's colder, it's 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 harder, uh, and I have dad uh, responsibilities. I ha- I have to be a- have energy and function, and uh, you know you, you need you need I I eat. Pretty much normally for three, three or four days of the process, and then the last kind of couple of days I taper it down. But in the summertime, if, if I were to do it in the warmer weather, definitely eat more fruits and vegetables. Uh, it's uh, it's all up to you. But again, if you're just starting out with it, I would recommend follow the instructions in the book. Or if I uh, if you do decide to check out my course when it's when it's live. I would recommend when you start out do follow the the all the guidelines to the letter as much as you can that's how I did it when I the first one I did it absolutely to the letter second one pretty much so and then over time I started to kind of tweak little things like the timing of certain things and you over time yeah, once you understand the process and you because honestly the first the, I remember when so I did one, I did one gallbladder flush and then the next one uh, this was back in I think 20, 2019 um so the second one that I did my wife uh also did did it with me so I remember we were we were in the bedroom and we had our shakers with the olive oil and the the grapefruit juice and you're supposed to shake it like 20 times to emulsify to, to emulsify it and then you have to chug it back, like knock it back really fast. So we were looking at each other and we're like, okay, you know, I'm ready. So we, there was like a lot of, um I guess, uh, nervous tension and anxiety, like what will happen? <laughs> because it's a little bit scary at first because um, once you drink, you have to really like, once you drink the olive oil uh, concoction, you have to like immediately lie in bed and remain fully still, not move at all for like 20, 30 minutes at least. And then sometimes you can feel the actual stones traveling out of your, your uh, uh, liver uh, through your ducts, which is painless because you have the epsom salts dilating your ducts. But uh it's a little bit unnerving at first. But when you see those stones the next day in, in the toilet on the morning after, you You'll be like, oh my god, I need to do more of these. It's like the last one, the last gobladder flush I did, it was a bit hard. Um because for whatever reasons I uh I kind of I I basically I didn't follow the the everything to a T. So I had some some difficulties. I had to postpone it by a day. And I said to myself, Oh, it's cold now. I'm I was cold and it was a cold spell in, in Europe. And I was like, Oh, I feel like shit. I was cold. My blood pressure was low because I didn't have coffee. And I was like, oh, I should probably just wait until the new year, uh, when it's you know March, it's warmer again. And I was like, I did a couple already now, it's it's enough, right? But then when I finally did it and I saw the stones in the morning, I was like, I saw so many stones. They were so big. I was like, oh my God, I'm so glad I actually went through with it. And I was like, okay, that, that's it. I'm definitely sticking to the plan of doing at least three more, at least six total in the series, at least. I might even do uh, seven or eight. Uh, because once you see those stones and like, oh my God, that was in me. How long has it been there? how much has it been um, d- reducing my, my liver's function and my ability to, to secrete bile and digest food when you start actually thinking, holy shit, this stuff was in my liver and now it's out of me. And I tell you, the way you feel, maybe the, the exact day after, maybe not so much because you haven't eaten and you're low on energy but once you kind of refeed, you have some juice and some fruit, and then you have a couple of normal meals, and the next day you know have a normal breakfast and you've rested, you feel oh my God, the feeling you feel light, like you feel like really, and you you have less you want to eat less, you like you just it's a natural I, I dropped a couple of kilograms after the last three gallbladder flushes, and I'm, I'm not really trying to lose weight or anything. If anything, I'd rather gain some weight because it's winter. But you, you just kind of you normally, your body normally kind of finds some equilibrium once you remove these stones or start removing them, the process begins. And uh, yeah, you feel really light. Like the first week or so, I remember, especially after that third one I just did, um, uh, I guess four weeks ago or so, you just feel really light. And I slept better and... Just, cause think about it. Just one final thought before I wrap this episode up. Uh, think about it. Like your liver is detoxifying, it's neutralizing hormones and things like that. So, if you increase its efficiency and function, improve its performance, it um, yeah, like it it will have basic cascading positive, uh, sort of repercussions all all around the body in terms of. Every system, and again, you have to like uh either read the book and get into it, or just kind of do more research on the topic. And uh, I will be talk- this is why I said I will be talking more about it in the future because actually the process is simple. I've just outlined the whole process for you, but there's little nuances. And once you understand what really goes on behind such a seemingly simple procedure, I think you might become a bit more excited about it and actually do it because I, you know how it is. Most people they will not actually do it you know especially not from listening to one episode uh some, some guy talking about it but over time if you show them if you show them kind of the 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 information presented out and give them like a, a bit of a rationale for doing something then they might do it you know so i'll be doing that because i think and i think if you do it and you have a good experience with it you see those stones coming out of you. I think, and you do actually start feeling better. Uh, you will become a champion for it. You you definitely be recommending it more to more people. So uh, this this kind of the why I want to talk more about it and spread its popularity because it it will it will do do people good and good people do good things. So that's that's it really. So anyway, thanks for tuning in. See you on the next episode. And uh, yeah, bye.